rendition of Amazing Grace. There's another one, uh, Denise DeSoso, he did a movie, and there's a, I uh, 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 can't think of her name, it's a Negro gal, black gal, that does a tremendous voice with the thing, they did an amazing rendition of Amazing Grace, too. Just, uh, just, I don't know, man. Anyways, back to the truth. Am I to become your enemy because I tell you the truth? Galatians 4.16 You think? Truth prevails. Here's the overview of the administrative headless fourth branch of government by Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Blessed by him. Thank you, you piece of SOB. What a piece of garbage Franklin Delano Roosevelt was. He set up the thing in Hawaii. So he knew it was coming to get Japan enter the war. There's all kinds of documentation. He sacrificed American soldiers knowingly. What do we have today? We have congressmen. We have hospital doctors. We have hospital nurses, we have hospitals are killing people knowingly for money. And that's a fact. 
I got about $100,000 for every one that they say, oh, it was a COVID-related. And then they had a nurse on that was in the records section. Say, oh, by the way, you know, uh, we uh, have a three times more people now getting in that uh, area of our hospital has uh, grown three times more since COVID-19 for transplants because now we can get a heart in weeks instead of years. Oh, and by the way, we're finding those uh, non-vaccinated folks that have that uh, donate on their driver's license, and we kill them. And then we give it to their heart. And who pays for the heart? Insurance or the taxpayer. So the taxpayer is paying to murder people, and then they turn around, we're paying to take the heart and put it in somebody else. You can't make this stuff up, folks. Anyway, back to the administrative state. It exists. They don't hide it. Hear him talk about the Federal Register, uh, the Supreme Court up there. What a bunch of bozos. If me, a farm boy from Kansas, can look at some of their stuff and in a matter of 15, 20 minutes, blow their decision totally out of the water based on their own precedence, we got a problem. They were talking about OSHA. And they were talking about good cause and the, the thing about they had good cause and explaining why OSHA could do it with good cause because of an emergency did nobody ever read the I think of this, it's a prior prior act or something I forget the initials in there it says Congress says you know what OSHA you don't need to do the administrative procedures I just put it in the federal register nobody will catch on you can do whatever you want and the good cause is part of the administrative procedures act so why the hell are you talking about it oh that makes a nice cover story total lies and Supreme Court's supposed to talk about law Sotomayor Moyer, or whatever the hell her name is Talking about facts, and the facts ain't even right. She can't even lie. I mean, she she can't even. Her facts are a lie, and she's not even supposed to be talking facts. Supreme Court is about law, period. That's beginning 101 of any lawyer. You don't go up there and argue facts. You argue law, and she's bringing facts. We're talking about facts that aren't even facts. Aren't even true. What is going on in this country? The evil has permeated in so many places, but there's more of us. If we just wake up and get off our butts and fight. So let's go over the overview that you're not going to hear anywhere else. And I can prove it all because it's printed. See, they print this stuff. Every federal agency, any document that has, quote, general applicability and legal effect shall be in the federal register, period, with all kinds of cases. I got into one line. That's a fact. And it has to be judicially noticed. And I looked that up. It means there's nothing else to do. It's a done deal. If you get real evidence in a public document signed by that person, uh, you think it might be kind of like DNA? A confession, and it's a public document, and Congress said, you got it's got to be judicially noticed, you can't ignore it. It's evidence, folks. That's step one. Step two is the Administrative Procedures Act. That's the procedure. The first part is equivalent to having a bill. Fine, okay, we know you got a bill, and we're Posted, yeah, 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 right, okay. Thousands upon thousands of those things every month. The second part is the procedure. If it is going to, because they're telling us, if you do the procedure right under the Administrative Procedures Act, it is equivalent, equivalent to a statute. It's not, but it's like a statute. And the courts will recognize it like a statute. So what is that procedure? There shall be 
a proposed rule with notice and comment, and it shall say it's in compliance with 553, little b in parenthesis. Never seen one yet. And there has to be a final rule. It has to say it's in compliance with 553. That's 5 U.S.C. 553B. And they have to answer all of the comments. Never seen one of them yet either. Then, 553D, they have 30 days. That's another one. Why have I never seen one of those? Because I know how to read it. It's real simple. You just go to the CFR. You go to the bottom, to the credits, you look at the Federal Register publications, and you search on 553B. That's all you do. Nothing else to do. They will have notice and comment on 553B. They will have 553B. It's impractical, unnecessary, not in the public interest. Impractical, you look at the definition of that, which the courts have uh, uh, used, that would stop the agency from promulgate doing moving forward. Oh, we can't have that. Really? We live in a free society with liberty, and if we commented, it would stop the agency from making one of its uh, interpretive, because it actually is an interpretive rig. I finally found that out for sure. There has to be a notice and comment and a proposed rule, a notice and comment and a final rule. And then they got 30 days. That has to happen. Never seen one yet. So what is the con? Well, we put it in the Federal Register, and we have a notice and comment. We may answer it, and all blah, 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 blah. Then what happens? Congress reviews it. They got 60 days because it's sent to the comptroller and the Congress and, I don't know, a couple other places. But here's the punchline. This is in 8 United States Code 802. Five, I'm sorry, 5 United States Code and it's 802. And you go down to G, little g, as in good. This section is enacted by Congress as an exercise of rulemaking power of the Senate and House of Representatives. And what is that power? They are admitting they are part of the rulemaking process. What's it called? What is it? Joint resolution of disapproval. But wait a minute now. I looked up what the Supreme Court said. Congress cannot do indirectly what it can't do directly. Congress can't make regulations. They're not even making laws of the United States, but that's another reason. They can't make regulations. So they hire agencies, federal agencies, that sit outside the Constitution to be the front man making regulations in the Federal Register and then the courts go wink, wink, blink, blink. Nobody says, well, you know, you got to follow the procedure of the APA to have a, what's called a legislative rule or a substantive regulation that has the forced effective law. We just go, we don't, we don't we're not going to look at that. Then it comes along and Congress says, we can up or down the statute. going to be a statute supposedly this regulation oh but it gets better because you see who declares statutes unconstitutional last time I checked I thought the courts did that oh no because you see Congress said in 5 USC 801 G as in good it says if Congress does not enact a joint resolution of disapproval under Section 802 respecting a rule, comma, the punchline. No court 
or agency may infer any intent of the Congress from any action or inaction of Congress with regard to such rule, related statute, or joint resolution of disapproval. You know what I just read? We're part of the rulemaking process. The final protection for the people of these United States. But if we don't act, or if we do act, no court can look at it. As far as us being held liable. Well, we're going to wash our hands that we're part of the rulemaking process, but we can't let it be known. They say they are. I believe them. Because they printed it. But they say, you know, if we didn't do anything and you get damaged, you can't come back and sue us because we didn't do anything. <coughs> and then, just because we're Congress, we put in an extra one. This is 5 U.S.C. 805. Judicial review. No determination, finding, action, or admission under this chapter shall be subject to judicial review. In other words, no matter what we did or didn't do, <clears throat> the courts can't look at it. We just give ourselves 100 liability to do any damn thing that the agency puts it forward in the Federal Register. <clears throat> we can either up it or down it. We'll just go wink, wink, blink, blink. But you can't hold us accountable because we know it's unconstitutional. And no court can look at it. There it is, right there. They print it. Why has nobody adjudicated any of this? Congress can't be part of the rulemaking process. There's a 5 U.S.C. 706 part, arbitrary and capricious. That's A, ignore that one. D, not according to procedure. There's the killer which I found in a case. They don't follow procedure. Imagine if Congress didn't follow procedure and they passed it by the House and the Senate and signed by the President. You think everybody would be up in arms? Oh, you can't do that. There'd be lawyers lined up to clear across the United States. Where are they here? They don't follow procedure. There's no proposed rule with 553B. There's no final rule with 553B. And then Congress has a conflict of interest. They're hiring an agent to do a policy of general rulemaking now Just say you can do any damn thing you want. And that happens to be courses, cases out of the uh, Circuit Court of Appeals of D.C. that does have nothing to do with you or me to begin with. You just literally cannot believe that all this was going on for decades. And nobody's caught on. How did I find it? Persistence. I pray for it. I said, give me some but every day something just keeps coming along. I can't, there can't be anything else. And here it comes. Here comes another one. How did I stumble across that 1980 case? I don't know. It just came up. Hyphen means it inter it's interpreting. The IRS is interpreting. It's got a dash after it. They always have dashes after it. 26 CFR 301.6331 dash 1, dash 2, dash 3. Lean, levy, distraint, where they take our property. And the criminal, which I didn't think existed. 26 CFR 301-7201, tax evasion. That's a 301 reg, internal use only. That's their stuff. And then I found in... 7806, 26 U.S.C. 7806, but I found it in the CFR, in the Federal Register, so that means it's good as gold because there's only three ways you get around the Federal Register. You amend, you repeal, or a statute trumps it, period. 
Supreme Court said so. I got that down. It says if it says C, it's for reference only. So I start looking. I did a search. There's 555 times in the part 301 regs of 1967. It says C. And many times it says C and it says a code section. So that's another evidence that your code is irrelevant. It's strictly a con. Or being lied to. And why is nobody doing this? Because we don't know, and if you don't have Westlaw, and if you aren't damn persistent like I am, and just keep reading this stuff. I read their cases. I read their stuff. They're confessing. It's just a matter of putting their little confession pieces together like a forensic investigation. The truth is always there. I can tell you that. That's something going on between the creator and the devil. The devil can't use the truth. It's going to look like something, but it's not. But the truth is always there. It's up to us. My people die for a lack of knowledge. It's up for us to find the truth. And then to believe, fear not. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death 365 times. Fear not. Fear works. Guaranteed. It does work. You put people afraid of something that they can't see or they don't understand and they'll sign anything, they'll do anything. They'll line up to get another bioweapon shot that's going to kill them or disable them. They really will. I saw the interview of one, a Democrat, where she said, well, I got that, you know, and I had some bad side effects, but are you going to get another bioweapon shot? Oh, Absolutely. Hey, good riddance. Can't cure stupid. You had something that was really bad that happened after you got it. You think I would want another one? You got to be kidding me. They're doing it. And we got some of the top people like Peter McCulloch, top heart guy in the world. Dr. Malone, Dr. Tenpenny. Dr. David uh, Martin, uh, Karen Kingston, ex-Pfizer employee, with documents proving this stuff. And it's given to Congress, and nothing happens. You hear any of those politicians talking? That's amazing. I watched the Trump rally. Mike Lindell is amazing. He's doing what the Senate should be doing. He's doing what we've got these different state legislatures that should get off their ass and do something, and they aren't, and most of them are Republicans. The Democrats did the crime, and the Republicans are covered up for them. Now you go figure that out. Is there any difference between the Democrats and those Republicans? I don't think so. Why wouldn't anybody want the simple solution of paper? that Mike Lindell has come with. It's much cheaper. It's 100% verifiable. The paper is like money. You can't duplicate it. Why wouldn't we do it? What's your excuse? I don't know. I do now know how we got all of these blithering communists and crazy people in positions of power because China has been the main one. They've been putting them in through Dominion and Diebolt and Smartmatic and all these other crazy computerized machines along and paying off. And then we got old Soros. I don't know why the hell he's not in jail for treason. And all these laws are being broken and nothing's happening. 
and they're coming after parents that don't want their children to be vaccinated or they don't want them to wear a mask. They're domestic terrorists. You can't make this stuff up. This is, if we don't start and fight, better get in gear. It's going to be over. It'll never come back. It'll be gone forever. We'll never be back. Not for centuries and centuries and centuries. And I'm telling you what, Revelation, I think, is on the way. How far along in it, I don't know. But the mark of the beast is sure looking awful like it's rearing its ugly head right now. But we can do something. What are we supposed to do? We are supposed to follow the truth. And fear not. That's what Mike Lindell, there's no fear. That's what we're supposed to do. We fight for the truth. Once we knew Christ and God is, except that, there's no fear. What are they going to do to you? So why are we sitting and not getting involved? Like I say, I've been doing this research and I've been trying to get this set up to understand all these different things. And I really haven't been doing much in posts or other stuff but to help people get out from under the Social Security nonsense. They quit taking 15% out of me and I called them up and rubbed their nose in just to make sure. They didn't. They didn't touch it. And what really pissed me off, they got around and didn't renew the liens. So I didn't have any standing to sue them. Time ran out. That's all right. This is just absolutely amazing when people start to understand like the human subjects. I looked at the Alabama case that Beecraft filed for American frontline doctors and there's a bunch of, and that doctor, uh, Stella something or other, the gal from Nigeria, boy, I'm telling you, she's right there. And American frontline doctors, I looked at that lawsuit that's filed. That's where I initially found out about human subjects. Beecraft put in the CFR, it didn't go any farther. And then I looked at the following brief. There's nothing about the Federal Register. Lawyers live and die on definitions because the dictionary is irrelevant. Always go to the definition. They redefine everything for this chapter, this section. And when they use the word means, or if they even get so diluted as includes, they don't want to go where a citizen of the United States is at. They won't use the definition of alien. Why? Because that would expose the citizen of the United States con. That's at 11, 11 or 8 U.S.C. 1101A. And 22B, national of the United States, is what? Not national. National of the United States is what? A, a citizen of the United States, or B, Somebody that owes permanent allegiance, but not, not a citizen of the United States. That's us. Because we have federalism. We're under the laws of one of the several states where we're domiciled, and we're also under the laws of the United States in certain limited, very limited areas. But everybody wants to be a citizen of the United States. And they started this nonsense back in 1934. Where they repealed all the other laws and they made substantive rights. Which is under substantive law. That was 1934. I'm going to read what it says. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org.
What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive! Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. Have you ever needed to make a phone call but didn't want the person you're calling to know that it was you on the other end? Have you ever needed to make a call and wanted to keep your phone number and location private? Well, now you can with PatriotPhone.com. PatriotPhone.com will enable you to make unlimited calls anonymously. That's right. Unlimited anonymous phone calls to anywhere in the U.S. and 36 countries around the world. Our most popular phone plan includes unlimited calls, your own phone number, voicemail, call forwarding, and many other great features. Visit PatriotPhone.com to get your own phone number in any state and take back control of your phone calls. PatriotPhone.com also allows you to record your calls and access all of your phone records online. PatriotPhone.com works with iPhones, Android base phones, and Windows computers. Protect your privacy and your freedom with unlimited anonymous telephone service from PatriotPhone.com. Today, that's PatriotPhone.com. February is Heart Month. Every year for the month of February, to show our appreciation to Extendivite's faithful customers, we have a sale. If you would like to try Extendivite, now is the time to get a few months ahead and really give Extendivite the time to show you how it works. Most of Extendivite's long-term customers wait for this sale to stock up. People and doctors tell us about the unbelievable improvements that they have experienced in their overall health, not just the heart. Extendivite wants you to experience the power of these herbs. Get a four-month supply for only $115 for either the capsules or tincture. Please take advantage of this once-per-year sale and get healthy for life. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com or find us on Amazon. Extend your life with Extendovite. Alabama, you got a question or a comment what we're talking about today? Yeah. Well, on the morning of 9-11-2001, about 8.30, when the courts opened, new rules of court procedure, federal court procedure, came down, and they were not posted on the federal register. They didn't comply with 553B. They didn't comply with anything, I guess, and they were just instantly became effectively. Now, they, don't have to put the, they don't have to put the federal rules of civil procedure in the federal register. They don't have to? No, they do not. But I'll tell you, you brought up a real interesting thing. The federal rules of civil procedure started out saying in law and equity back in the 1940s. Go read the one today. First of all, the new one says, the thing is the rules govern the procedures in all civil actions and proceeding in the, quote, United States District Courts. Those courts are Article 1, Section 8, Clause 9. They added that strictly for a legislative court, but it gets better. This is on the internet. You can go in and just type in the rules and say, go down to the um, 2007 amendment. The merger of law, equity, and admiralty practice is complete. There is no need to carry forward the phrases that initially accomplished the merger. We have now law, equity, 
which is supposed to happen only in the several states. It's in Article 3. And we have Admiralty, which used to be on the water. It's all complete. They can't combine them except in the land of Oz. But they did. Because you know why? When we step outside the Constitution, there is no rule of law. We're under the plenary power of Congress, and anything they do, they can get away with. We don't get it, and we go along with it, and we'll even vote to keep them in power. How about those apples? Now, uh, insurance fraud, that's both civil and criminal, isn't it? You know, I don't know quite the answer to your question, because it's not a question enough to... Uh, insurance fraud could be criminal, and there's also a civil side to it, but I don't know beyond that. I don't know. But I can tell you right now, since 1913, we have had the United States of America as the real party of interest, and in all your suits instead of the United States, that's Congress, by the way. Happened in 1913, right after the 17th Amendment passed. And I got all the documentation. I got 110 cases. It happened after 1913. It was uh, 1933 that uh, Roosevelt combined the venues and changed the specie of settlement. And... uh, Now, what happened in uh, 1934, the last day in office, uh, was it Humphrey? Was that the, I can't remember, the president right before Roosevelt? He repealed 1,006 statutes on his last day in office. And then Franklin Delano Roosevelt started forward with uh, something administrative act where he said, this is law. I don't understand how Hoover... Could repeal it was Hoover. statutes. Thank you. Yeah, it was Hoover. Huh? It was Hoover that how did that. Last day in office, he repealed one thousand six statutes. How can any president repeal a statute? Because Congress set it up to be the last day in office. Congress put the act forward. He waited till the last oh. day in office, and then he signed it. Oh, you mean Hoover signed the act? Yeah, he signed it the last day in office. That doesn't mean it was his idea. Well, I don't know, but he went along with it. He signed it. Oh, well. He was Uh, crushing in the administrative state as we know it today. Federal agencies that sit outside the Constitution and they have their own administrative legislation that people just can't seem to grasp that concept yet. Because the only way you can go after administrative federal agencies is their legislation, and the only place they publish it is in the Federal Register. Well, Roosevelt announced that this country was in bankruptcy administration, even though we were not financially bankrupt. The government. Well, had- I don't know on the bankruptcy issue. We're not. I'll tell you why we're not going there because I can't prove it one way or the other. I think we probably are technically. I know there's people that said we are, but I can't find any evidence of it. So, okay. Well, well, the way I look at it, it's in the mind of the judges. If they notice us to be in bankruptcy, then. Yeah, but the bottom line is you you and I are wasting your time here on what you and I think because if it's law, we have to if there's evidence, we have to be able to prove these things. And I can't prove it. I don't think you can either. Because I've looked at it. I've got congressional records, I've word searched them. I can't find any evidence of it. I think it's probably true. But that don't mean until you can prove it. It's not Whatever. All I can say is you keep it in the back of your mind and you keep looking for the evidence. Anything else you want to talk about? No, I, 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 I guess you're not interested in my ideas. No, it, it's a question that I'm not interested in your ideas. i got a certain amount of law, and what I'm looking for is if you've got any evidence of stuff. That's what I'm interested in because the world operates on facts, things we can prove. 
I've got a lot of ideas of things that I can't prove, but I've been putting them aside until I can prove them. Because mm -hmm. what you and I think is irrelevant. It ain't going to stand. Okay? Can we agree on that? I mean, we, we have to have facts. We have to have evidence. And the strange thing about it is, because with Westlaw and all the stuff, I have evidence. Their stuff. To prove what I talk well, about on this show. Okay? Thank you for all your work, Ralph. Absolutely. Well, thank you for calling in. Stay, stay tuned, because it's going to be, February is going to be an interesting month. I don't know if you're on my list or not, but it's $250 a year. And if you can't afford it, just email me at IRS at alaskaminuteman.com and tell me why you can't, if you're, whatever the reason is. I'll still add you. I want the evidence out there. I want you to have the facts. So when somebody says something, you say, well, wait a minute here, sir. This is what you guys said. You did it. Tell me it ain't so. Well, and they won't. It's a real quick way to shut people up. I used to be able to talk on the 500-watt uh, station up here in Kenai in about two or three minutes. I could. Next thing I know, I can't call them because I could back them into a corner so quick with their stuff. They don't want to hear it. They don't want the people to hear it. Censored. Because what I'm talking about here is fact. And Congress has been working against the people of the United States for decades. And so have the courts. Most of the courts. There are. You can't say everybody's dishonest. Of course not. There are. The truth is in it. But it's finding it. But these courts today... We're starting to see a little, a few of maybe step forward, but the Supreme Court is doing stuff that is child's play, if you have any understanding of what's going on. It's against their own precedents. It's against the Constitution. But nobody's bringing it up because nobody knows. And why don't we know? Because we're taught propaganda or we're, we're taught by omission. They don't tell us what's going on. So how are we going to learn? How do we find the truth? Most of these preachers, they don't want to know the truth. I thought when I found Esau, man, I didn't jump on that. No, nobody's interested. He sold his birthright. That's kind of important. Our birthright is I am a citizen of Kansas, domiciled in Alaska, supposedly one of the several states. I'm taking on the foreclosure. They're trying to go after two acres over here. I found out the Matsu Borough in 1963 was the temporary and special act, private law. So how, and they have no oath as public officers. 41 little words. They're not even required to do it. It's private. They print it. I just happen to have a set of books. These temporary and special acts back in the 90s when I had money. And I, had, I got a copy of all the books. I looked it up. They have a little notation on their homepage, Matsu Borough, of what happened in 1993. But they don't tell you it's a temporary and special act or anything like that. It's hidden. The truth shall set you free. And if we're afraid to speak the truth, the whole truth, I used to watch Hannity, I used to watch Ingram, I used to watch Tucker Carlson and Waters World and Jadine Piro. I don't watch Fox. I dumped them, period. A guy had Fox Nation stop my uh, subscription. I don't want anything to do with these criminals. It's great entertainment. Oh, yeah, man, we're, we, we just fight you did this and thought you did that. But they don't do anything. They won't talk about the election. Does anybody not know by now the election is a total fraud? And nobody wants to talk about it. Thank God for uh, Lindell and Brandon, uh, Brandon Howes. Uh, just an amazing wealth of knowledge.
Pat in Texas, you got a comment or question here on our subject today? No, except you kept bringing up Texas. <laughs> I just well, wanted to I tell everybody. Texas because Texas come in kind of unique because they have actually the right to withdraw from the union if they really wanted to do it. And, uh, but I know. If, uh, if yeah, Texas goes down, our republic sunk. Well, and they're I trying just to wanted shut to the tell attorney people. general up now, where he can't even prosecute election laws. I don't know if you're aware of that or not. They're trying to shut him down yeah, where he doesn't um, have any prosecutory powers. And the Soros has got all these these implants down in the lower level, so we can just have a free for all elections in Texas. I know we're in a lot of danger, and uh, I haven't even been able to get out to anybody that if they don't register by tomorrow night, they can't even vote, such as it is. Well, all I so, can tell you there's is there were hundreds, there's tens of thousands of people showed up at the at Trump rally. So there's a lot know, of Texans down there that, uh, that are awake, but so we just have to wait if and see. If anybody doesn't... Uh, they uh, they have really literally changed the election laws like you can't believe. Uh, uh, Laura Presley, uh, through the through the Texas uh, elections, she was behind it all. And I'm telling everybody, you got to go to uh, you got to go to the classes because it's all different. It's a lot different now. A lot a lot better. They they're taking what happened all over. And making sure it can't happen here by law. It's already well, passed. All we can done. do is uh, we'll try to wake the people up. And like I say, I've signed up to register as a citizen of Alaska. And they didn't do anything about it. Yeah. I even got a driver's license. I changed it right in front of the DMV person. Come on, give, yeah, take I me know. off. Please, please. And they didn't do anything. <laughs> but you're not going to get away I with that. Huh? Well, you know, uh, if Putin's wanting Alaska back, he said uh, it wasn't uh, even uh, sold to us. It was just leased. Uh, that well, if the bottom he, if line we, is if Alaska they... came in on an equal footing with the other states. And what they did at the Constitutional Convention, they had all these people there, and then the lawyers said, we have to make at the last minute some technical changes in verbiage to make it legal and lawful. So what they did is they read off a whole list. We've got to change this to that, this to this, this. Any objections? Nobody said a peep, and they turned around and pissed it all away just that quick. Because they had no idea well, what had been changed by the word listening to lawyers. He is so close to uh, Soviet Union or whatever, they probably got a lot of people up there something to get it back. Let me ask you this. Okay. okay. In the Constitution of the United of Alaska, which most states are, there are no external amendments. That means it's a corporation because they change the charter every year. They rewrite it. But Article uh, 2, the legislature has got to be a resident of Alaska to be a the legislature. Article 3, to be a governor, executive, you got to be a citizen of the United States. Article uh, four, to be a judge, you got to be a citizen of the state and the United States. Three different qualifications. And then for the, quote, judges, you have to have this dual citizenship. I tried to get it out of the Alaska bar on a FOIA, and they wouldn't give it to me. Well, I just happened to have it earlier back, back a long time ago when Deborah Reagan was there. And these judges signed a thing that they're only a citizen of the United States. They don't have dual citizenship. So they admit they are not qualified. Well, I appreciate all you're doing up there, Ralph. <laughs> oh, you haven't seen nothing yet for February. Hang on. I got all kinds of foyers. I got all kinds of stuff that I've been working on for a month and a half, two months. Like I say, I haven't been doing much posting, but next month you're going to see all kinds of good stuff. You really probably want to get on my list. Well, um... Because you know, I'm going uh, to be taking on the Matsu Borough. I'm going to try to shut down their foreclosure because their judge has no, he's in the wrong venue. The courts, the Alaska Bar made up a whole new court system and everybody signs in for it. 
wait a minute, I thought the legislature did that. Oh, they still printed in the code. Wait a minute, then, so why are we over here in the Alaska bar courts? Well, I don't know. Everybody loves well, it over except there. For, except for having Laura Presley here in Texas, uh, I don't, I think Texas being the biggest five states, it's, it's, it's in danger. It's in real danger. Trump well, brought in, us some nice weather. Because you're being flooded by illegals. Or you're being flooded by fentanyl drugs. I couldn't believe it. They said fentanyl is 100 times more deadly than morphine. 50 more times deadly than heroin. Yep. Well, I tried to. And I want uh, to take show fentanyl. You got to be kidding me! Well, they don't know. They're taking it. They're putting it in other things. Uh, the the kids take that they shouldn't take. I'll tell I you the know. whole truth. Uh, I don't know if I was governor. Anyway, I tell you what, I'd have all right. the national guard, everybody down there, and I'd be arresting what the South Dakota gal did. She says, "You bring them into our state, we're going to pull your licenses to drive your buses and your airplanes." That's the way to do that. Okay, you come in. Well, we'll just you can't do business here. Okay, there's always more than one way to skin a cat. Uh, Abbott's like waking up pretty good, but he's, I think Abbott's waking up. But I, I think he did some things too too long. He's he's in danger right now, which which is sort of sad because uh, all kind of crazy people are running for governor, and you know you know who appoints the uh, secretary uh, of state, the governor. Probably he appointed uh, P. Bush down there, and he's messed up everything. Uh, All I, I can think. say is uh, just get out and vote and get people to vote and keep uh, spouting the truth, okay? So, anyway, thanks for calling in, Pat. And, uh, well, thanks you better, for letting you me better keep, You better keep Texas red or we're done. I'm just one little person talking, one That's little all right. show. Talk to your neighbors. Just keep pounding the hell out of them. Yeah, I am. They're Hispanic, but they're Christians, and and you know, I'm not going to ask them how they voted, but you know what? Uh, the young ones that can vote, uh, I do. I work on them. Well, as ask them if they're a citizen them. of the United States, and ask them where's the country of the United States? Where is that country? That's a real simple question. Where is the country of the United States? If you're a citizen of the United States, you got to have a country to be a citizen to have law of the land. Where is it? That's a real simple question. Well. Ralph, don't tell anybody that they really don't have a right to vote. <laughs> yeah, well, anyway, thanks for listening. Give us another. And, uh, stay tuned. Like I say, next month is going to be really interesting. Okay? You just can't make this stuff up how pervasive evil has permeated our country. But they've been working on it for decades and now Satan's in a flat out dash to the finish line so we'll see I don't know it's God's hands I'm just like Mike Lindell it's, uh, it's out of our hands but we have a duty to tell the truth and to fight we don't sit on our hands and wait for somebody to save us because that's not going to happen it's going to happen by us getting involved but we have to have facts that we can prove. We have to have understanding. We have to understand that Congress has hired federal agencies and administrative legislation, general applicability, legal act, shall be in the federal register. And if it has a forced effect of law, it's got to go through the procedure of the Administrative Procedures Act. And we need to know what that procedure is. And then we have to understand that Congress says we're part of the rulemaking, which they are doing indirectly what they can't do directly. They're hiring front men to make regulations. And then they turn around on the back end and say, we're part of the rulemaking, but you can't hold us accountable whether we do it or don't do it. And no court can look at it whether we do or do or don't do it. You literally cannot make up something this blatant but nobody's put the pieces together. They print it. I told you where to go look. Get on my list. Ask me for it. I'll send you the stuff. 
It's their stuff. Not mine. Because my opinion is irrelevant. But just like this ocean nonsense. Well, you can do it for one group of people, but you can't for another. Well, first of all, you can't discriminate by <coughs> all citizens of the United States. Supreme Court said so. Why didn't somebody bring that up? Y'all think you're citizens of the United States? That's called discrimination. Why? These lawyers stupid? I don't know. I don't understand why nobody doesn't go to the definition of human subject. Who can they do this to? Human subject. They define it. It's in the Federal Register. And it's, it says in there, 5 U.S.C. 301, and it lists every damn federal agency as the legal authority. 5 U.S.C. 301. That's departmental regs. Internal use only. Got nothing to do with us. Unless you want to sign up to be a citizen of the United States. And get benefits. That works good. There's an interesting case that is uh, out of Arizona. I'm going to read this. This is based on Babcock and uh, other cases. It says it just like it is. It's a simple paragraph. Welfare benefits are grants by the legislature, which has delegated to the Department of Public Welfare <coughs> the power to determine the recipients of such grants. Under these circumstances, i.e., when the state creates rights, an individual's against itself. That's called a benefit. It is not bound to provide a remedy in the courts, may withhold all remedy, or it may provide an administrative remedy and make it exclusive, however mistaken it's exercised. Dispute versus U.S. United States versus Babcock, 1919. It's an amazing case. Bottom line is, if you sign up for the benefit, shut the hell up or quit taking the benefit. Just like we got kids doing dishes. You give one of them a dollar, you give them another two dollars, you can do that. <coughs> There's a law, so you got to pay them the same. <coughs> Is it fair? No. Is it right? No. But you could do it. For a parent. Creating rights against itself is what it's called. And that's what I was <coughs> going to read on uh, substantive law. It's in the definition, and it says that part of the law that creates, defines, and regulates rights, as opposed to, in quotation marks, objective and remedial law, comma, end of quote, which prescribes a method of enforcing the rights and obtaining redress for its invasion. The first part, if you create the right, you define the right, you regulate the right, do you think it might not be a benefit? You think? Called substantive law. They did that in 1934 for the civil, 1940 for the criminal. But what's up for the Federalists? And God willing, we will see you next Sunday. I hate to leave you, but I really must say Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from simplycleanfoods.net, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Right now, Amazon Prime members will receive fast two-day shipping. Go to simplycleanfoods.net. That's simplycleanfoods.net. But do it today. 
This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network. <laughs>